Welcome to the I Hate Everyone podcast, the only podcast run by a 24-year-old black magician from Wisconsin. What a combination. Living in New York, featured by the, <laughs> the New York Times, ABC, NBC, Fox, Complex, Smithsonian, interview with BBC on Wednesday. So, last week we had a rough time in Alaska, but I learned a lot, spent a lot of time by myself, and I ended up tricking the internet into thinking I moved to Alaska. For some reason, a lot of people thought I moved there. We're going to talk about that. But today's episode particularly is about women. Now, you might be like, you have more to say about women. And the thing is, you know, this podcast, typically we talk about women's issues, civil rights, et cetera, et cetera. But I've been, I've been feeling really salty based on my past experiences with women, which have been like really coming to light, not coming to light, but really have been like showing in this, this, this Jayus situation, this only Jayus person who was a famous TikToker that was caught saying the N-word. You might be like, are you going to talk about this again? No. But this really got me in a spiral because Jayus recently followed me on TikTok. I only follow like 100 people. So I, at, that t- at that point, I only followed like 60, 69, I think. She was like my 70th or something like that. And um, I was really excited because I'm like, oh, a social justice person, a social science person. And it turned out, you know, they had these things of them saying the N-word from five years ago. And you might be like, that's a long time ago, or maybe it was four years ago. I don't even know. You might be, or five years ago. Yes, yes, yes. You might be like, that was a long time ago. And it was. But, you know, I thought, like, if anyone, you know, someone who's coming after all these racists so, like, diligently, you know, someone who's, like, really, like, rah, you know what I mean? I would figure that they would have, like, something that's not like this. You know what I mean? And uh, I also figured they had the awareness to know that this was, you know, like, they, they said they didn't think it was them because they've changed so much. And it's like, I would like to know, like, I, I tell you guys all the time, I wasn't the best person in the past and like nothing like this, you know what I mean? But like, at the same time, I think it's important to have the awareness to know. So I'm like, you know, I'm like, why is it always white women that are out here like tricking the fuck out of us? Like Lori Lachlan, you know, with the college admission scandal, like Jayus, you know what I mean? Like, it's always like people with secrets that span their whole lives. And I'm like, women, women, women. And I'm like, you know what? It's not always women. I've gone away from my roots. Uh, a lot of you listen to me because I give objective opinions. And the thing is, I think that we have these biases. I have implicit biases towards women where, like, I was watching Malcolm and Marie and I was just roasting the shit out of the movie because I hated it. I thought it was so bad. It was just so bad for multiple reasons. But I was roasting Zendaya. I was blaming Zendaya when, in reality, John Washington, Denzel Washington's son, was also in the movie. It was directed by a man that was probably not great, you know, honestly. So it's like I'm blaming Zendaya and I'm realizing I'm skewed towards women. All men are skewed towards women. We'll always blame a woman first. You might think I won't. And if you don't, you know, I hope, like, I'm glad for you that you don't have any implicit bias, but it's not true. You know what I mean? If you think, like, I want a child and you're a man, you're probably like, I I want a son. And if you're like, oh, well, I said I want a daughter, you probably had to think about it. You probably had to go, oh, I do want, no, no, having a daughter is fine. And if you didn't, you're truly an unbiased person. But I was raised by my mother in a, a single mother. I was raised by a single mother, and she had a mother that had, like, 10 sisters. My grandma had 13 children in her family, 10 sisters in general. My mom has seven sisters, so they only had two boys. So, like, I grew up in a very feminine, like, household, you know what I mean? And still, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't wait till I have a son, you know what I mean? And it's like, I want a daughter really, really bad, but I'll always say a son first. Not that I want a son first more, because honestly, as you guys know how I feel about women, I think I'd raise a really, really, really uh, interesting daughter and that's not the reason to raise a daughter, but Loki should be interesting as fuck. But like, you know what I mean? Um, that's the whole, the whole, the whole concept is we have this implicit bias. So I really wanted to study or at least talk about men today, and I wanted to talk about the things that I see that men 
not are doing wrong because again this is not an advice podcast by the way you can follow me on instagram or tiktok at rj the magic hand blowing up on tiktok from the series where i convinced people i broke up with glory to move to alaska i didn't do it they created the story they they were like oh you broke up i'm like i didn't say that shit but fuck it but anyway you guys can check that out um i'm also gonna start eh, we'll see we'll see so yes anyway we're back we're (laughs) we're hearing the story we're talking about men now one of the things that is very important to know about men is the friend zone and you might be like what is the friend zone and me and my friend jonah yes uh, shout out jonah usually jonah's conversations usually jonah gets my the, the end of the conversation that's not polished you know jonah's one of my best friends he hears all my opinions first even the ones that aren't good you know what i mean because this is uh, my best opinions my podcast are my edited thoughts so jonah and i typically i can't tell like the stories that we talk about and i can't tell but like it wouldn't be politically correct because i'm working out my thoughts you know what i mean so um, this is something that we were kind of working out yesterday, and I'm not afraid to mention him because he's a great guy, but um, it's something, not but. And I always, but is such a conflicting word, and I really try to catch myself and say and, or like, you know, I'll say however, but that's not really slick. And uh, I'll tell you what we came up with. You know, he, he, he and I were talking about women, obviously, be, getting with women, being with women, dating women. Um, and he said something about the friend zone. And he's like, well, you, do you think the friend zone is real? And we both kind of came to the conclusion that the friend zone is not a thing. And here's why, right? We've come to this, this, this thing in society where we think that you like someone, and then typically this is men, and then they don't like you, so you're friend-zoned. So you'll just wait. You know, you'll just wait for them to come around. Now, there's a few weird things about this. The first weird thing about this is we are in this point in society where people don't like you, and we're assuming that they will from time. Time is linear, as we know. We know we move forward through time as we perceive it. However, it's like time isn't necessarily a factor in making things better. And you might be, you you can't name one thing in which time makes things better. You might be like, wine, fruit. No, bitches, that's subjective. You know, like if you, time is a variable to make things different. But in reality, time is the variable that makes things different. And you might be like, you just said the same thing, kind of. So time is the variable in wine that makes wine go from wine to vinegar, right? essentially you might be like there's a few processes in between but essentially it's just time if you left it like naturally to ferment you would have wine sometimes you would have vinegar other times you know what i mean or at least the general concept of vinegar the acids and vinegar and whatnot so i don't really know how vinegar works i just know it's a byproduct of wine so like (laughs) you take this with a grain of salt but as far as i know from cooking um wine is essentially just uh another process of getting vinegar right so is wine better than vinegar? You might be like, yes, but that's just your opinion. You know, vinegar is very useful in certain things. For instance, um, I like the acids of vinegar for salsa. And I would argue my salsa is better than wine. You know, and there's a few more steps in salsa again. But just like, I, I, you know, if you're like, go without wine or without vinegar, I might go without wine for the rest of my life. Because vinegar is in ketchup. It's in barbecue sauce it's in like dressings ranch dressing it's in um you know like just so many different things that you don't think of and it's not better it's just different so like we think that time heals all and makes things better because we experience it linearly there we go linearly as we do and we all know this but at the same time i 
I think that time just makes things a different situation and it will not improve. And like, we didn't come up with all this, like, you know, me and Jonah, we did not come up with all this in conversation. I'm coming up with this afterward. But I think the point still remains that hanging around, waiting for someone to quote unquote come around is weird because they don't like you. Like, they just straight up don't like you. Period. And, like, we're hoping that you, being the same person, just more thirsty, is going to improve the situation. Now, I know what you're thinking. I was in the friend zone, and it worked. You know, time isn't linear. So maybe it was always bound to work. Maybe if you don't believe in fate, you know what I mean? Because this isn't, like, a super fatey spiritual podcast. Uh... Maybe if you believe in fate, it just was the right time, you know, adding in another variable. It's never just I waited a long time. Maybe it's I waited a long time and proved I was a decent person. Maybe it was I waited a long time and then they broke up with their person. And then you could make the argument, well, that's just the friend zone then. But it's never the friend zone how we experience it. You know, we think there's a recipe to the friend zone. You stay in the friend zone, you Ted Mosby that shit, and you will claw your way out. But the people who, quote unquote, come out will often tell you it was a fluke. And usually when I find men come out of the friend zone, it's because they were waiting for some woman to break up with their person so that they could swoop in, which is always annoying because, like, who wants to be a rebound? And you might be like, oh, why does it matter? It doesn't necessarily matter. But, like, I just don't want them to accidentally be saying their name. You know what I mean? So that, that's all. And you might be like, that's possessive. And to that, I don't know what to say. We're, we're fucking humans. If you, if you want someone else saying the name of their ex-fiance when they're having sex with you, please, please, by all means, shoot me a DM so I can shout you out on the podcast. But I know the initial shock of me saying that. It's like, oh, my God, but you don't want that shit. And there's a lot of things that, you know, we're like, oh, yeah, oh, my God. But it's like, you know, like, I'll say a lot of things. And it's like, for instance, uh, we only expect feminism from men who don't want you. You know what I mean? And people will be like, oh, my God. Like, that's so, like, what? I don't want a man to want, like. Fuck that shit. Just think about it. You know what I mean? Like, we only want feminism from when men directly affect us with their shitty actions. We don't care about men who don't really affect us. Which is true. You know, which is true. And maybe not objectively true, but I think it's a true sentiment that doesn't really necessarily need more explaining. But sometimes it's so hard to get over the fact of how it was phrased. You know what I mean? It's different to be like, niggas need freedom. You know, if a white person said said that, said, if a white person said, niggas need freedom, I wouldn't be like, well... Bro, like, I agree, but just watch how you say it. But when something like that, you know, like, someone's just like, they don't want you. That's the truth. You know what I mean? That's the fucking truth. I'm not a nigga, but that's the truth that they don't want you. Same thing with women that I was meeting. And, like, as you guys know, like, I'm not, like, the straightest person alive. I'm not straight. So, like, mainly my experiences with women, but my partner now is non-binary. But um, just in general, I'll be referring to women because I don't want to give, like, false experience. Pretend like I know all about men. You know what I mean? But... I think that we, 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 th- we think that this friend zone is this place that we can escape. And in reality, we have to stop thinking that it's a zone and start just realizing there's someone way hotter and way better for you that's not this person. Because, like, there's someone that also wants you out there, probably. And I always thought of time like this. I, I keep mentioning time mainly because of How I Met Your Mother, which is a bad example of a show in terms of, like, the feminist perspective, but a great example of a show in terms of just, like, a show uh, for, like, early 2000s, you know. And in How I Met Your Mother, I remember someone told Ted, uh, the main character, and the whole time he's trying to meet the mother of his children, and he's telling the story of how he's going to meet the mother of his children. And um, 
one day someone looks at Ted and goes, Ted, your wife is on her way and she's coming as fast as she can. And the idea that she's moving through time towards him as he's moving in time towards her. And if you drew a map of both their lives, they would weave at one point and we're just traveling towards that point in time. It's like a really interesting concept. The fact that we're traveling towards each other, our person. And you might like, I don't have a person. You probably don't. You probably have like 20,000 people. But one of those 20,000 people that would work will is coming and they're on their way. You know what I mean? And I think we do over we we talked about in, the, in one of the episodes how uh we oftentimes will like take a low number for people that we've dated as being like amazing like oh my god you've only dated three people i feel so special i don't want to be the motherfucking third person you've dated you know i don't want to know that you've only looked within 10 miles of your house to find somebody ever and you've only taken three chances you know with that like that tells me you probably won't run a business very well <laughs> you know it's like who does that like in, with anything else, if you want something that you're going to have for the rest of your life, who only looks like a 10 minute walk from their house? You know what I mean? Or like if you're in a small town, like in a college town, if you found someone and you're right out of college, like what are the fucking odds? And you might be like, well, I'm happy now and I'm glad you're happy. And I believe a lot of people are having very happy marriages and happy uh, arrangements. I have a friend named Nick and he's married to a woman named Kaylee. They're both wonderful people. They have a great time. And I believe they are each other's soulmates. However, they got real lucky. But like with other people, I'm like, you know, like the example that I use is that you meet someone that you want to be in your life as a best friend once every three years. And then you end up not even having them as a best friend for your whole life. Think about how many best friends you were wrong about. Think about how many best friends are not currently someone you talk to every week. And you had your whole life to figure out these people and you got to look anywhere you wanted and you can maintain a friendship anywhere from around the world. And you're telling me that you found somebody within within a day's journey of where you were born and a day's walking journey of where you were born. And they just happen to be the person that you will be comfortable and happy spending the rest of your life with, even though you've never left, you know, and that's kind of the general idea I'm getting. Um, so getting at. I don't know why I brought that up, but we're moving back to the friend zone. So we've established that the friend zone is not a zone. It is you fiending over a person who does not like you. Is this wrong? No. Have I done it? Absolutely. I have absolutely done it before. But in my old age, I realize how uncomfortable and awkward it is for the other person. I realize that it's doing them and me a favor not to be in the friend zone. And I also realize that the friend zone is just something that quote unquote nice guys have concocted to, uh, to, to give a reason for why they're not getting vagina, right? So now we're going to get into the nice guy. What is a nice guy? Now, you might hear this a lot. And if you're a man, you'll probably get upset by this. However, I'm going to try to explain this in a way where you won't get upset because it is annoying. If you're a woman, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But we have to, we don't have to. I always suggest when trying to persuade anyone of anything, when we want to get men to do better, by offending them, we are not going to help them. And I am a man. And you might be like, are you just saying take it easy on you? No, fucking, I get all your shit. I get all your comments. I see all the shit, you know? I like, not all the shit, but I like get these these things and I can look past it because you know how I like value objectivity. You know, I can, I can see someone is trying to ruin my life and make a podcast about how we still have to love women the next week. And it doesn't make me amazing. Because a woman's just a person and someone tries to live like ruin your life just a person. But think about how many people you know that have seen black people do one thing once and now they're just like, oh, wow, they always do that. You know what I mean? And think about how many of them are fighting for black people. And so what I'm not saying is that like I'm better because of this. But what I am saying is that people typically don't 
try to look at the viewpoint of people who are typically their aggressors. And if I can do it, you can do it. That's what I'm saying. So the nice guy. What is the nice guy? The nice guy is a guy that typically thinks that he is kind, so he is owed things. And in society, we are taught that when you are kind, you are owed things. But there are things that you cannot do as a man just because you are a man and they are wrong. I will give you an example. White people cannot say the N-word. No matter what you do, it is wrong. And that's just the way it is. You can fight me on this because you believe what you believe, but society will fuck you up because of that. And that's just how it is right now. And we have to accept the norms that we live by. We can't just be making up rules based on how we think society should be and live by them immediately. We can, but that's how movements fail. You know, and you might be like, well, we want to do that. Why can't people just accept gay people? That's what I fucking would like. But that's not the society we're in now, because sadly, it's a process and we have to persuade people. Otherwise, people die. Like you might be like, well, what? they die when people just try to do things. We die. That is the consequence. And you might be like, it's not that serious. When people just try to get married in the South and live together, they die. When people just try to fucking be black and not think about it, we die. And you might be like, that's not true. That is an objective fact. There are black people that have died doing nothing. The question is why from police. There are white people that have too, but that's not the conversation right now. You know? So I'm saying in this conversation, there are black people that have died for doing nothing. If I say ketchup is really good and you go, yes, but so are chalupas, I would be like, but we're talking about ketchup. Yes, you are correct. Chalupas are good, but we're talking about ketchup. Chalupas have nothing to do with ketchup. It's not even a fucking condiment. So that's kind of the thing that we always do. We're always like, but and it's like, I don't even know if you understood that, but yes chalupas so we're back to the podcast the nice guy thinks he's expected things as we're taught that in society women you are taught that you are taught if you are kind people will be kind to you and that's why when a man is a dick to you you tell all your friends and they say no you were right you were not right you were the victim in a situation in which you are creating the story you know there's a lot of situations in which men were wrong and people are wrong obviously and we're not talking about anything like sexual assault or anything like that obviously but there's a lot of situations like oh my god he just stopped talking to me maybe his motherfucking mom died you know what i mean it's like i know a person who was talking to someone who and he did ghost her because his mom died and he had to go home to take care of her and like you know if you leave out that part he's a fucking dick but if you don't He's a really great guy, in my opinion, because he's thinking of his mom over fucking vagina. You know what I mean? He might be like, oh, well, he should have told her. Fuck it. No, he didn't have to do shit. If he was a woman, and you can't do this with everything, but I think in this scenario, think of what like you would want as a woman, I think. Maybe this would help, but maybe not. Maybe I'm just mansplaining. But think if like your parent died, would you want like someone after you tell them that to be like well you should have told me you know no no you wouldn't it's traumatizing you're still working through it and you're a young man and if you're a woman the same shit you know you know and if you if it was a woman and you told the story of how some dick got mad at you when your mom was dying you know you would be like people would be like oh my god what the fuck like he shouldn't have just assumed you know and that's what i would say too so it's like but that's when you have the context and we don't always have the context so essentially we think that the if you're nice to women 
they should just give you things like respect. And I forget sometimes in society we're not owed respect. And this is tough as somebody who you get respect typically when you're good looking. You know, if you ask someone, hey, can you help me? And you're really good looking, you're going to get that way easier than if you're ugly. Because people are going to assume that you want something if you're ugly. And you might be like, that's not true. It's true. And but ugly is subjective. Are you ugly because of the things you wear? And, you know, whenever I say ugly, people are like, don't you mean unattractive? I don't care how I phrase it in this hypothetical where I'm talking to myself and you guys are just listening. You know, like, I don't really care how I phrase it. Ugly is ugly to you. And that's different. Ugly people have people that are ugly to them. Ugly people think some pretty people are ugly because their standards are different. You know, and pretty people aren't pretty people to everyone. So this is to you. This is your personal. This is you listening to this in your head. So you imagine an ugly person. Ugly people just don't have an, an easy time, an as easy of a time. So that's like, that's like one, that's one piece of it. And these are like a lot of the things that I'm constantly thinking about in my head. You know, I'm just like, ugly is ugly. And it's just like, I don't have to be PC for this because ugly means something different to you than it does to me. But this is something that's kind of hard to understand. I sound like a dick whenever I just call people ugly, but I'm never talking about anyone in like a situation. You know what I mean? I'm always like, so this is something about ugly people. And everyone's like, whoa. And it's like, relax. I didn't show a picture of someone and be like, ugly. <laughs> it's in your mind. So I think that's a interesting thing. But anyway, moving forward. Where were we? We were talking about nice men. Does the nice guy exist? We talked about the friend zone. The nice man thinks that he is owed things for just being nice. But society typically is taught that. That if you're nice, people will just give you things. And that's not necessarily true. And we keep teaching this. And we teach it for women now slightly now almost now like you don't owe anyone anything but a lot of these these principles are things that attractive men have already believed you don't owe anyone anything that's why attractive men ghost and that's why people are upset that attractive men ghost you know what i mean and it's a thing the thing is that we can and all should live by all of these rules if we didn't maybe we'd be a nicer society with more failed marriages i don't know but these these rules that attractive men get, I think we should all live by. The fact that you don't owe anyone anything. The fact that even after three dates, you don't owe anyone anything. The fact that if you, if so, if you want to have sex, you don't owe anyone anything. You know, like, and you might be like, well, you know, like, I, I don't care what you believe personally. You know, I just think in the grand scheme of things, when you start thinking you owe people things on a micro scale, for instance, you owe people, you owe a man like your time or giving him a chance because he's waiting. You know what I mean? When you start to think that you owe someone something, then when does the debt end? The debt doesn't just end because you want it to end. You know, the debt is there until it's done, right? Like energy can't be created or destroyed, so they say. Like why does the debt disappear suddenly because you get married? Like, there's no logical reason for why this debt would disappear once you get married. And if you know this debt is here, if we know the debt is there, then what do you what do you do? You know what I mean? It's like, I know what you're thinking, RJ. I don't owe anyone shit. If I like am married and someone has a crush on me, I don't owe anyone shit. That's not my fault. I'll say it again. You're probably thinking, RJ. If I get married or get a boyfriend or a girlfriend or someone in between, then I don't owe anyone shit that likes me when I have explicitly stated that I don't like them. And to that, I would say, fuck you, you're wrong. And if you got shocked at that, you should be. That was, that was a lie. I wanted to just show you just for a second. 
you're correct. You're correct. That's how you should feel. That's how you should feel. You don't owe anyone anything, right? So then think of the other person. Think of the person that likes you in the situation. That, 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 was, that was really crude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But think of the person who likes you in this situation, right? Think of the person who sees you getting married and is in your friend zone. For you to say you don't owe anyone shit, you simultaneously have to be the person that's okay with being put in the friend zone or with someone not liking you for no reason. It doesn't matter what the fucking reason is. You have to be okay for someone not liking you, with someone not liking you. You cannot exist simultaneously. This is like the movie Tenet. So we're going to go for it. We're going to pause. Tenet is a movie where essentially um, Denzel Washington's son, John Washington, uh, finds objects that move backwards through time. And he can create, they can create like a field around objects that'll let them move backwards through time as he moves forward through time. And so they can exist in the same space, in the same room, but people are literally just moving backwards. So instead of shooting a bullet forward, a bullet gets zapped into the gun and it will go through someone like kind of that way. It'll go, it'll get sucked into the gun as opposed to shooting a bullet. So you're kind of fighting forward and backwards. You know what I mean? So like in, in reality, in the movie, a lot of times he was, I shouldn't spoil the movie, fuck it. A lot of times he was fighting himself and he was fighting himself because he had to do the things he was doing so that he could go to the future so that he could decide to go back in time to be an obstacle for himself to make sure that certain things happened. So let me think of an example. Like what if I almost got hit by a car and that caused me to want to be a magician, to live life by the fullest? That's what caused me to want to be a magician. What if that person that almost hit me with the car was myself from the future, right? Myself from the future. I had to come back in time because I knew I almost got hit by a car. So I had to hit myself, almost hit myself with a car to make myself scared enough to realize that I had to work harder, right? Now, why would I do that? There's a lot of reasons. Maybe on this road, there was no cars. And I didn't realize that like, I didn't realize that back then that one car was really strange. And maybe like in my memory, that car said RJ the magician. And I'm like, wait, that was me from the future because we invent time travel one day and we're, uh, we're able to go back in time and change our past. I don't know. This is a hypothetical, right? This is a movie. So we have this situation in which I need to do something in the future to make myself in the past do something. But here's the thing that no one ever talks about. I need to do something in the future that will affect my past. That means I have to be willing to get in a car and try to hit someone. I have to be willing to attempt murder. I'm not like this isn't like, you know, me in the future is not me in the past. Me in the future, I don't have anything to gain by doing this to me in the past. Right. Me almost hitting myself in the car to become the person that I am in the car. If this even makes any sense. That person doesn't gain any. I don't get out of the car afterward and go back to the future. And then like my life has changed. My life would just make me who I am. That moment would make me who I am because I had to almost get hit by a car. It would just complete the loop. But what people never talk about is just like in Tenet, I have to be the person that's willing to go back in time and shoot myself. I have to make it look real. I have to be the person that's willing to go back in time and try to kill myself. I have to be the person that's willing to go back in time and try to hit myself with a car. 
That means I have to be willing to be the type of person who would try to hit anyone with a car. Just because it's me doesn't make a difference. I have to be the type of person that is willing to hit someone with a car. You have to be both. You have to be the person that is, has the ability to be the victim. And you have to be the person in the past. And you also have to be the person that's willing to hit a random person with your car. If I'm going to be the person that's willing to hit myself with a car. Which is a weird concept to grasp. But watch Tenet and I feel like, think this will, might, might make sense. The movie doesn't really make sense. Like a ton of sense. Like it's really, really difficult to explain. Um, but essentially the idea that you have to be the person that's willing to hurt yourself if you're going to like make sure that you do something correctly in the past and you're fighting somebody, for instance. You can't just let yourself win because they'll kill you. You know what I mean? It's like it's a, it's a very complex movie and I really like that. But that reminds me of the friend zone. Now, you have to be willing, if you, if you say fuck nice guys, if you say fuck nice girls, fuck like what, pick me girls or whatever they call it, fuck uh, simps or whatever, I don't even know what it is. I would call a simp a nice guy, like not like a nice guy, like everyone's like, what is a simp? Usually you're a simp if you're showing respecting women, like ah, that's not how I use it, like I don't really use it often, but like I would call a simp as someone who thinks they're respecting women and they're just kind of like, like, why don't I get you guys, you know? But I think to say fuck the friend zone, if you're going to be like, yes, I do not owe anyone anything for you to be that future version of yourself that doesn't owe any of the men that want you or any of the women that want you for you to not owe them an explanation or for you to not owe them a, a marriage or for you to not owe them like, I don't know, one last hurrah. You also have to be the person that does not expect to be owed simultaneously because you cannot you cannot. Be the person who just doesn't want people and then you are thirsting over people and not understanding why. The why is because people are existing as you want to be. The why is because you are simping over somebody who does not want you and they are trying to be this person that is finding something else and does not have people simping over them because they don't want a trail of people. But men don't get that. We, we don't want a bunch of women that we don't like, like typically. We don't want a bunch of women that we don't like to be simping over us and fucking like, oh my God, I want you so bad. Like, oh, so, 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 like, please, please. If they're ugly, and ugly is different for you, right? If they're ugly, we don't want that. If they're hot, sure. But for you to say, I don't want this shit, you have to never be the nice guy as well. You cannot be that person to somebody else because then you're just stuck in a loop. That's my Alexa. Alexa, stop. So then we're just stuck in a loop and you don't want to be stuck in a loop, I think. But that's just really if you care about hypocrisy. You know, I don't want to be a hypocrite, but also if we all went by this advice, like everything, if we all did one thing, the world would change, but we would never have like this nice guy syndrome again. People would realize that it's not a nice guy syndrome. It's literally just people not liking other people, which is totally acceptable. You do not have to like anyone just because you are friends. You don't have to like them, et cetera, et cetera. And you might be like, you're really salty. What happened to you? Nothing. I just realized this like yesterday that like, not that we women don't owe people anything or that I don't owe anyone anything, but I realized yesterday that the friend zone doesn't exist. Like I said it out loud for the first time, like, and like the friend zone goes for men and for women. I know women that think they've been friend zoned. It's not an, like, it shouldn't be an action. You know what I mean? It shouldn't be like a, like a thing that people can just throw at people or like Spider-Man, like, like, you know, it shouldn't be like that. Like the friend zone 
It's just you being someone's friend. And if you're with friends with someone, like, in the hopes of it, like, something, 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 you know, it's like, can you really call it a friendship? And you don't have to because you don't have to be genuine good friends. This is another thing. It's a lie. You don't have to be genuine friends with everyone for the purest motives ever. That's the only way, like Hollywood has told us. I have friends that I'm simply transactional with. I have friends that I'm simply business friends with. I have friends where we only talk about civil rights and um, race, like justice. It's like civil rights and like civil justice. And I don't even know what the words would be. Oh my God, I'm getting flustered. I have friends where we only talk about that stuff. I have friends where we only talk about dating. I have friends that I've only dated, but we're still friends. You know, and you don't have to have like this pure relationship with everyone because we all have different relationships. You know, I'm friends with my mom, but she's still my mom. And you can't be like, well, your mom's not your friend. She's your mom. How is she not my friend? Like I tell her things, it's just different things. You know, it's, 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 it's. It's weird because I want to live in this world where we do think we don't owe people things and like I can have the right to quit whenever I want. And we believe this so subjectively with few things, but then with other things we don't. And it's, it's kind of, it's not wrong as much as it is concerning because now we're living at a time where people are constantly comparing things with precedence. So what I mean by that is, oh, if you let trans people do this, then we have to let this person do this. And this is something that I say. And I'm like, well, what's the difference? And we don't have an answer. Why can't Rachel Dolezal be transracial? We really don't have an answer. And anything you really say, and like, please DM me if you have something, at RJ the Magic Hand, but anything you reach, really say for why a white woman can't be black is kind of the same logic for why trans people can't be trans. But at the same time, we believe in trans people. Why? And I'm not saying not to believe in trans people. My partner is non-binary, which is trans. Non-binary, which is on the trans spectrum. I would argue. They would also argue. I say argue because some people don't believe this. Because we're figuring out what we believe as a society. But for the most part, I believe that's true. So you might be like, RJ, being transracial and being trans are, are very different because trans, like, I guess, like, they're very different because being black is on the outside. And uh, to that, I would say a lot of times being trans is on the outside, not like being clocked, as you would call it, but like kind of like a lot of times the, the, the queer identity is expressed in how people look, not necessarily that trans people look a certain way, but a lot of times people can express their queerness through their appearance, I would argue. However, this doesn't mean it's a fact and I am not trans, but I would argue that. Then you might say, well, historically, black people have been disenfranchised. And to that, I would say trans people are non-binary people, not the same thing, but I'm, I, it's a blanket term because for now that we're using a blanket term. Um, have historically been in society. And as they like to point out often, they were a lot of times worshipped as like deities or different kind of things like that as like two per like the person with like two genders or two spirits in their body or different kind, many, many different stories in Africa, different things, androgynous people. And for that, I would say they've been in society a long time and they've also been scrutinized a lot. And to that, I would say, well, that, well, RJ, you might say, RJ, well, black people have been portrayed badly in the media. So historically that way, People have been making fun of them. And to that, I would say, like, people making fun of, of trans people is a lot of 
a lot of like in a lot of cartoons and like gender bender day in high school they used to do and shit like that. Is it that different? You know, why is it different? And the thing I'm not saying is I'm not justifying transracial people and I'm not minimizing trans people. But what I am saying is when we start to look at what are the actual differences, maybe I just sound ignorant. Maybe I really just don't know. But there's not that much different that we can really gatekeep transracial people from. This is kind of a radical opinion, not that we should allow transracial people to do what they want, quote, quote. But what I am saying is, how do we justify it? How do we pick and choose? How? I don't know. If we found that there were transracial people a thousand years ago, would that fix it? I don't know. And it's like we're creating arbitrary rules a lot of the times. And arbitrary isn't a bad thing. Arbitrary just means based on whim. We're creating rules based on how we feel. I think that this should be like this. And that's honestly not a bad thing. Because someone said, I think that slaves shouldn't be slaves. It was probably a slave. And that's how we got not slavery. (laughs) You know what I mean? But that's how everything starts. And how do we process? How do we create rules? For instance, last thing. I was talking a lot about the Capitol riots. And how people are like, we should just shoot people at the Capitol. I say this a lot on my my TikTok lives. Um, We should just shoot people at the Capitol. Or we should just tear gas them. And I'm like, it's really easy for you to say we should just tear gas them now, but they are American citizens and they are humans. When we saw other American citizens that were humans get tear gassed, specifically when they were children and or women and they were crying, we, not that women and children are the same thing, but these are the only pictures I really remember. Name a picture of a man that got tear gassed that you care about. You can't because you don't. Like, and that's like fine. It's fine for the kind. Like, I, I know these little red flags come up when I like say something because we're all like so liberal, but like just like it's just common sense for this. Like, we care more when we see women slash children in pictures getting hurt, especially young women. So, um, anyway, I saw a picture where uh, a young girl got tear gassed, and people were like, How dare you? This is awful. There's children. They have the right to be there. No one should be hurt by the police. No one should be hurt by the police. The police's job is not to kill people. Don't use rubber bullets. Then we see these rioters. Oh, they were attempting a coup. It doesn't matter what the fuck we think they were doing. We told everyone a year ago that children don't deserve to be tear gassed, that we shouldn't tear gas tear gas large crowds like animals, that fucking we don't shoot people in the face with rubber bullets, right? We said these things. I don't give a fuck what you believe. I am black and I am liberal. And I don't give a fuck what you believe. But we said that. When you take out the fact that these were liberals fighting for racial justice, which is what we think for now, what we think for now, as we've seen with Jayus, not all of them were. If someone was tear gassed and you found out they were secretly racist, would you change your mind? Should that be what changes our mind? You know, my, my point is that we believed that it was wrong to just tear, gra- tear gas a mass shoot people with rubber bullets and shit like that when it was us. But when it is other people who were also American citizens, that's all we know, then we're like, break out the tear gas! And the, the, the problem with that is we set precedents, which means next time we want to storm the Capitol for gay rights, they're going to tear gas us because we told them to tear gas them. And honestly, storming the Capitol isn't something that should be off limits. You know, like it should not be, off, nothing should be off limits in the fight for civil rights. 
if Martin Luther King would have stormed the Capitol, it would be in the history books as a monumentous occasion. You know, and, and, and the thing is, now we've set the precedent where conservatives can say if anything like that happens again, then just shoot them. They said to shoot us, just shoot them. And they should be in the right to. They are in the right to because so many of us have expressed that thought. Because at the end of the day, they were bad people who broke into the Capitol. But what are bad people? Bad people are determined by the times. So back in the days when people were helping slaves get free, abolitionists were bad people, right? People who were around during women's suffrage, women who were, who were saying women deserve this, women deserve that, women deserve to be equal, women deserve to be able to work, women deserve to be able to sign their own fucking lease. Those people would have been bad people. Now in 2020, the Trump supporters and the rioters and this attempted coup, I'm doing air quotes because they're really dumb, so I don't know if I can count as an attempted coup. I guess that's an attempt. That's shit. These are the bad people. Do I foresee this changing in the scope of history? No. But I foresee the thing in which the next group of bad people won't be bad people in the grand scope of history. I think this will look similar. I think that there will be a group of people that maybe look similar where something like this happens. And I don't think they will be revolutionaries or changing everything. But I think it might be important to whatever movement we're in. It might be a move. You know what I mean? A move in the grand scheme of things, just like Martin Luther King doing sit-ins was a move. Like seeing pictures of black people getting hauled away, fucking fire hoses being like thrown on black people. That was a move in the moment. It probably didn't make sense, but it was a move. And this life is kind of all about moves until we win. And there is no winning. It's a, it's a, it's a struggle. It's a constant game. So anyway, that's the podcast for today. Um, I really just wanted to talk about kind of the friend zone and people and what we think versus what we think we think because I've been talking about this a lot. I wanted to shout out Jonah, but I just wanted to make this something. Um, I don't know. I've been feeling like I've been losing my way slightly because again, I've been I was I was getting on the, these tangents about about kind of just like one demographic and i'm just like you know I, I i know i can't keep doing this because we all do this you know and we i hope when you you guys don't think i'm a dick and i hope when you start thinking a, a train of negative thoughts about black people you go oh shit i'm fucking doing it i need to stop or i need to talk to someone about this in confidence and be like i'm trying to figure out why i dislike black people and say like don't record this you know obviously like don't record this but like talk it through with someone talk it through with your black friend you know what i mean like talk it through with like one thing one thing i talk about with gloria a lot is that i'm like i'm black but i cannot understand transness no matter how much i want to equate the two and I'm like i just need you to help me understand things when i don't because i will phrase things wrong and it's one thing to just go like huh, and then like maybe like you know, like, think about it later or, like, tell someone, like, what someone said, you know, because it's, like, they didn't know what to say. It's one thing to, like, do that, you know, not that that's happened, but it's one thing to do that. And it's another thing to, like, listen to what someone is trying to say when they tell you in confidence and they're hoping to change. And that's something we have to understand, that we're berating people who are hoping to change and they want to change. And then we're kind of, like, on our liberal high horse that we get on. And then we want to berate them, which makes them upset. And less likely to change. And the goal is to change. Because again, we cannot kill everyone. They cannot just all die. We have to change them. If not, you will be married to them. Because it's not me. It will be you. Because I'm talking to you about this. And I know better. But like, 
the average person doesn't know better. You might be like, I know better. But what are the odds that you know better when everyone else didn't? You know what I mean? It's like, shit, that's just me. I'm describing me. I don't know better. I just said I know better. I don't, probably. (laughs) But it's like everyone ended up marrying incels, which produced a bunch of incels. All the men that no one wanted had kids along the way somehow. You know what I mean? Hopefully legally. Hopefully not like something gross, obviously. But like they all did because you guys get fucking weak. Like men, women, everybody who likes men, you guys get weak and you break down and you have a moment and then they get everything gets perpetuated. It's not like you guys can just go after all of the the hot feminists in the world. There's only like 5% of men are hot feminists. Everyone's fiending after these people. And then once those people get in relationships, then we have the normal people and the weirdos. And then you guys settle for them. You guys settle for the normal people and the weirdos. Then you get married and you produce bad kids. And this isn't you now. This is you in the future because time is not linear. But this is what happens. We produce bad children because we don't want to change people. We just want to find and highlight the good people instead of changing the ones that are bad because we think, oh, fuck that. Fuck them. Who cares about them? And honestly, yes. But if we don't change them, it's going to be you who ends up with them. It's going to be your brother-in-law that's making the Christmas party weird. It's going to be your friend's like boyfriend that's bringing down the vibe because he doesn't understand anything about intersectional issues and he made some really obvious, really awkward joke in front of your family or something like that. You know what I mean? It's like that shit because we end up with them because they're not going anywhere. And it's just going to get worse unless someone actively tries to make it better. And that someone has to be you. Kind of. Somehow. I don't know how. I don't fucking know how. But what I can tell you is that this podcast is over. So I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to I Hate Everyone. This is a very complex episode. Um, (laughs) That's it. Peace out.